Good morning, church. My message for today is trusting Jesus in the storms in our lives. We all go through seas of difficulty and storms of trouble in life. People lose their jobs or suffer financial hardships and they get tossed by the waves of worry. Some people receive an unfavorable diagnosis or struggle with some chronic illness and they are flooded with fear. We have painful conflicts at home, with our neighbors, at our workplace, or in the church, and we feel as if we are sinking. We lose, we lose loved ones and drown in sorrow. We hear of wars and rumor of, rumors of war, and we fear the future. What should we do when trouble comes? How should we react in times of difficulty and danger, whether physical or spiritual? We all must pass through the heavy seas of life's troubles, but Jesus has the answer to our life's questions. Let's go to Luke chapter 8 verse 22 to 25. It says, One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your fate? He asked his disciples. In fear and, and, and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Danger often comes the way it came on the Sea of Galilee, suddenly and unexpectedly. The disciples were sailing across the lake without any sign of difficulty. They were sailing on calm seas and never imagined that within a few short hours they would be fighting for their lives. The same thing can happen to us. Although our daily experiences are sometimes calm, they are swept away by sudden storms. Like the disciples, we are in a situation that we think we can handle and we suddenly fear the outcome. When the disciples were in danger, they reacted by crying out for Jesus to save them. Whenever we are in danger of drowning, we should also cry out to Jesus. If we are burdened with our sins, we cry out to Jesus. If we are struggling, struggling to make ends meet, we cry out to, to him for our daily bread. If we are sick, we cry out to Jesus for healing. If we are torn apart by conflict, we cry out to Jesus for the peace of his spirit. If we are overwhelmed with sorrow, we cry out to him for the comfort of his presence. When we call upon Jesus, he is able and willing to help us 
as the disciples discovered. When the disciples cried out to him, Jesus got up and rebuked the winds and raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. The disciples were, in, were all in confusion, but Jesus was fully composed. Very, very calmly and by the word of his power, Jesus told the storm to be still. He was not only the master, but also the commander of the storm and the sea. The storm was stopped by the command of Christ and he saved his disciples. He also saved everyone who calls to him. After the storm subsided, two crucial questions were posed. The first question, the first was a question asked, Jesus asked, a question that we all need to answer about ourselves. Where is your faith? The second question, the second was a question the disciples asked, a question that everyone needs to answer about Jesus. Who is this man? The first question comes in Luke 8 verse 25 where Jesus says to his disciples, Where is your faith? This was, his, this was a rebuke to his disciples. They did not really trust Jesus. The irony here is that the storm did not wake Jesus, but the unbelief of his disciples sure did. The fear of the disciples overwhelmed their fate. They looked only at the danger and forgot that they were safe with Jesus. Rather than trusting Jesus to take care of them, they immediately assumed the worst. Like the disciples, we also fear and get overwhelmed in our fate when storms come in our way. The story of Jesus calming the storm gives us three strong reasons to trust God when storms come our way. Each of these three truths is like, it's like a life preserver for, our, for the soul, lifting, lifting us up to a faith in Jesus when danger comes in our way. The first reason in trusting Jesus. We should trust Jesus because even the storms of life are under his control. In Luke chapter 8 verse 22 it says, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. The disciples were in the storm because Jesus, Jesus himself told them to go out on the lake. Michael Woolcock comments about the above verse. We cannot, he says, we cannot avoid the fact that Jesus was already altogether in control of the chain of events in this passage. He took his disciples across the lake where a storm was going to burst upon them. Having a personal and saving relationship does not mean we will escape life's troubles. John chapter 16 verse 33 records these words of Jesus. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. All believers suffer the same daily misfortune as everyone else. This does not mean that God is always 
the cause of our sufferings. For he can never be the author of evil. Psalm chapter 5 verse 4 says, For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness. But thanks to Jesus, he always knows when we are headed for stormy troubles. Sometimes in order to accomplish his works in our lives, he even guides us into the storm. Think about this. We can't have faith if there is nothing to have faith for. We can't have faith for provision if there is no need or for, or for protection if there is no threat. The second reason in trusting Jesus. The second reason in trusting Jesus is because he has, he has set a perfect example. Jesus had complete confidence in the loving care of his father. How was Jesus able to rest easy during a violent storm? Partly because he was so tired, but also because he had faith and trust in his father. We can sleep in the middle of our storms. Psalm 46, chapter 1, sorry, Psalm 46, verse 1, 1 to 3 declares, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, thou the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, thou its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. When Jesus asked, where is your faith? He was challenging his disciples to live with the same kind of trust to rest in their father's care. Jesus calls us to live by the same kind of faith, believing that God is in control and absolutely relying in him. And finally, the third reason in trusting Jesus the third reason is that Jesus is with us in every storm. In Luke chapter 8 verse 22 it says, They got in a boat and set out. He was with them when they sailed across the lake. He was with them when the storm came. He was with them when they cried for help. So why were they afraid? Johann Novel, Novel Caldenes, a South African minister, asks, asks the, the question like this. How could they have feared that they would perish as long as he was in the ship, although he was asleep? He is the might, almighty Lord who watches over the safety of his followers. How could they have feared that God would allow his son, the promised Redeemer, and his disciples to perish? Jesus is with us as we ride out the storm. As Psalm chapter 23 verse 4 says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod, your staff, they comfort me. The disciples asked a question about the identity of Jesus after the storm in verse 24. The disciples had been afraid of a storm, but now they were, they were more afraid because Jesus had proved that he was even more powerful than the mightiest storm at sea. This made them wonder of who Jesus really was. 
The disciples raised the question that is really the central concern of the whole gospel. Who is Jesus? He is the Lord of the storm, the ruler of nature, and the God of all creation. Amen. The goal of these scriptures is to help us become more certain about the person and work of Christ. Jesus spoke to the storm as if it, it had to answer his authority. The question the disciples asked is the same we asked, who is Jesus? The miracle on the Sea of Galilee was positive proof of his divine nature and omnipotent deity. As John chapter 1 verse 3 says, Through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. The most striking parallel of Luke chapter 8 verse 22 to 25 is in Psalm 107 verse 23 to 29 which prophetically sounds very much like what happened to the disciples on the Sea of Galilee. It says, Some went out on the sea with ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord, His wonderful deeds in the deep. For He spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths. In their peril, their courage melted away. They reeled and staggered, staggered like drunkards. They were at their wits' end. When they cried, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He brought them out of the distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. So let me conclude. Many years later, Peter had this to say, to say after his ordeal in the storm, in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. The question Jesus asked his disciples, where is your faith, also applies to us today. The question I want to ask you, church, is this. When Jesus comes, will he ask you, where is your faith? Or will he tell you, well done, good and faithful servant? Everyone who trusts in Jesus has this comfort that he has saved us through his death on the cross and his res resurrection from the dead. He is sovereign over everything that threatens to harm us. Amen.